Hello, I'm your host, Gary Oz, and this is Just Loving Life and Why You Should. I share related experiences in mental and physical health, personal wealth, entertainment and sports for the more mature man. Now, the topic of today's show is social acceptance. Now, I'm going to start with my things that I like to do. And one of the things I like to do, especially in these times, is I like watching a good film. Now, films and television has a lot of influence in society. That's mainly because people become lazy and want to make connections by watching them. As for me, people are passive while they watch movies or television. People don't have to express anything, so they don't tend to think about anything when you're watching a movie. Social acceptance can be defined as the fact that most people, in order to fit in with others, attempt to look and act like them. Or sometimes it is the ability to accept or to tolerate differences and diversity in other people or groups of people. Now, acceptance in human psychology is a person's assent to reality of a situation, recognizing a process or conditions without attempting to change it or to even protest it. However, movies can affect society in both positive and negative ways. They can help the economy grow, inspire individuals, and expand our basic knowledge of the world around us. Now, movies for me can also create violence and bad habits, not necessarily the bad habits and violence, but they can make people greedier and can send a bad message to the public. Now, where am I going with this? Now, there is a sequence of acknowledgements that recognizing in a person, the approval or evaluating in a person and acceptance before a person is admitted to a group and so to achieve the need for belonging. With further approval, they gain respect, esteem, and consequent stages in which they gain power and consequent control. In other words, people tend to associate with people that they like or could fit in with in simple terms. There is a theory called this. It's called a social acceptance theory from where I read somewhere. It's it's the thought that, the, like, for instance, uh, first-year students will do anything necessary in order to be embraced by their peers, you know, in order to fit in. It often feels like students have to conform to a social norm in order, as I said before, to fit in. Now, I remember that feeling I had upon my first year at secondary school. Everything was new, at least for the first few weeks anyway. The new environment and and the location and having new friends. Now, on the first few days of entering my new environment, there were many challenges. You know, my journey to school was an hour away from home. I had to take a couple of buses to school. I was now traveling daily on buses to and from school, whereas at my primary school, all I had to do was walk across a few roads and I'd arrive there. Fortunately for me, I was used to traveling distances by myself due to my interests and capabilities in sports, which forced me to do a lot of traveling by myself. I was used to travel a good deal with different situations that I was unfamiliar with, even though most of the times I've been chaperoned by an adult. But this is all new to me. But now I was traveling with adults and everyone appeared bigger to me. You know, people commuting to and from work. Adults. Older children. I'm about 10 or 11 then. 
Now, this reoccurring lockdown affected and can affect your emotional state of how we move within the parameters of our society. Frustrating as it sounds, we cannot watch a film at the cinema. And at present, watching a film at home upon your own television, unless, like me, I have that desired cinema screen set up. You know, I'm a man. We've got to have this surround sound, speakers left, right and centre, and get the whole cinema effect. And the reason why I have that set up is because one of my pastime is going to watch a movie. And in particular, if you're getting to know me now, a good science fiction film. Now, a good sci-fi film for me normally has the following eight things. Number one, disaster has already occurred or is about to. Number two, the main character or characters is relatively normal human beings going about their day generally is normal. Number three, Disaster occurs and he or she has some instinctive idea to save himself or friends, family members in order to survive this natural instinct. Number four, the inevitable stranger who they meet along the way, who may have a checkered past, but generally they take them on because they're safety in numbers. They don't know the person. It's a stranger. Number five, then they plan. They put a plan into place to get to some sort of designated location. Number six, communication is either limited or non-existence to the outside world. Number seven, they encounter obstacles, the inevitable obstacles. There's always going to be some minor disaster en route and maybe lose a person or two en route. Whether that be with other people or a further natural disaster whilst they're on their travels. And number eight, finally, they arrive at a location that is either safe to stay or stay and inhabit, or it's a major rescue point. Now, I'm going to refer to a film I watched many years ago entitled The Day After Tomorrow, of which I watched ironically at home. Now, if you, I like films that are based on some form of apocalypse, you know, but it's got to be a bit of tangible reality to this. Now, the, the Day After Tomorrow is a 2004 film based on an apocalypse. Now, the film stars in this film are Dennis Quaid and Jake Gyllenhaal, to name a few. Now, for me, The Day After Tomorrow is a terrific disaster film loaded with state-of-the-art visual effects, intense action sequences, and an intriguing concept. Now, the film is entertainment for me at its finest. The film's visuals appears to be indeed pretty high, and that's no reason alone why you need to see it in its highest quality available, albeit you've got to be into sci-fi film. The tension never really ended for me, and you didn't need to rely on the, you know, the customary background music to sound suspenseful. The sci-fi film can be enjoyed by all ages and is fun for the entire duration, for me at least. So don't go looking for any scientific accuracies or inaccuracies, as the film is undoubtedly a work of fiction and is meant to be enjoyed like that alone. Now, what sci-fi films do for me is they depict a culture. It levels the playing fields, whereas we are all told by our current societal or climate issues to behave and conform the same. Now, if you look up the definition of culture, 
it is, it is defined as an umbrella term which is encompasses the social behavior and norms found in human societies, as well as knowledge, beliefs, arts, laws, customs, capabilities, and habits of individuals in particular groups. Now, by leveling the culture, you can control the group. Is there any resemblance as to what's happening today, society, current fragmented infrastructure? Have you connected the dots? Great. Now, if you like this podcast, like and subscribe or follow and give a five-star review where it's applicable. If you wish to contact me, I'm available through the website, which is all the W's, justloving-life.com, whereas you'll be started and alerted with the most recent episodes, which is generally available every Tuesday. Also, don't forget now, tell your friends, family, and anyone acquainted with your existence about these shows. Because then you'll be definitely having a, helping at least me and all the a brother out. Thank you for listening. And in the meantime, let's be careful out there.